Hello. This is episode three of four from Granite City Walkfest. In this episode, we are joined by Romero Green, Brandon Klein, and at some point, Thomas Chatfield. And this was kind of a special episode. Uh, I get to tell a story about a crazy old man in Pokemon Go. So I hope you all enjoy this story. We also talk about Guardians of the Galaxy a little bit. And I give it my, you know, my little bit of a review. Anyway, let's cue the music. Once again, welcome to Don't Evolve Me, the place like Ash Ketchum's Pikachu. We don't evolve, we just level up. And right now, we got guest Romero, actually just a regular Romero. Y'all know what it is over here, bust down everything, set in rose gold. We out in this piece, man. We had a, we here at this tournament, it's a great time. Uh, you know, Warhammer man, Tom, he holding it down for the people. Yes. Jake is looking at me very confused <laughs> right now, it's all good, man. He's just taking it over, it's alright. <laughs> and then we also have Brandon still here. Oh, at Wogfest. Not Wogfest, Wogfest. Wogfest. I've learned. It took me yes. It took me five hours to figure it out. There's a GH. Oh, yeah, there is a sheet in front of yeah. us. It hasn't been there the entire time, folks. Yeah. All right, so we were just talking about Guardians because I just saw it finally after five weeks. These uh, two gentlemen have not. And we were talking about how uh, I have kids and I've seen it. And they have not because they both don't have children. That was a private conversation, so you didn't have to put us out like that. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, disregard the fact that I told them they don't have children. I don't care about that. Here's the real episode. I came on here to say, I'm tired of Jake's shit. (laughs) I haven't given you shit in a while. Well, at least in, in like, face-to-face. That's true. Just to be clear, I do miss you. I hope you're doing well. I mean, you're out. Yep, I'm up. Um, I have a scar. It's awesome. Actually... (laughs) <laughs> um, I'm actually up and finally like feeling healthy. So back to podcasting. My, I think the first one, the return, was two, nearly two and a half hours long for a podcast. Had a dream this week about podcasting where I hyperfixated. was supposed to do a demi, which is only 20 minutes long. It ended up being two, two hours long. Jesus. This was a dream, by the way. But I was so into it that I was like, I went two hours over. You yeah. sure it's a dream? Right. Well, I don't have a recording of it, so I kind of hope so. Okay. I'm just like sleepwalking as I'm like sleepwalk podcasting yeah. and I didn't record uh, it. It's a demi. That'd be interesting if you could like sleepwalk. Like, I don't. I don't think maybe take 10 minutes, even if it was like illegible and like just gibberish. But like, this is me sleepwalking. Take take some Ambien sometime and you'll know what that's like. I don't know if I want to do that. Yeah, that's. People do crazy stuff yeah. on Ambien. Yeah. So we're talking uh, Guardians. They haven't seen it. I am giving it a 4+. plus. My wife gave it a 5. It's definitely a good fitting ending for Guardians of the Galaxy. I will say that. The ending fits the characters. Okay. My, my only question, is Thor in it at all? No. Ah. Have you seen Thor Love and Thunder? Yeah, it was terrible. It was terrible. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was the last he, one I saw in theaters. He, there's no reference to Thor, which I think is fine. It works with the yeah, characters. Yeah, I think that's good. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I wish the there was a reference, end. but there wasn't. If if he wasn't done making the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, I'd be more disappointed. Seeing as they did set up, yeah, like a cool Thor Guardians cross. Well, that wasn't that wasn't James Gunn who did that. That was yeah. Marvel. That was Kevin Feige. Yeah, but I would have loved to see what James Gunn did with Thor. That would have been interesting. 
I think there'd be some funny like back and forth. Oh yeah. But he did um, Endgame and Infinity War. Um, he did provide the writing for those characters. Right. That's so why they're always so cohesive. Infinity War, essentially, was that. Yeah. But yeah. So I give it a four plus. My biggest concern. I'm not. I'm not going to spoil it too much. Um, the first like half or so of the movie. I was kind of like, what's the character arcs? Like, what's what's the character's journey of all the characters? But I will say the second half of the movie took care of it. Like, the ending kind of took care of all the arcs that I wasn't even aware was happening. And so, like, my concerns was like, oh, okay, they did address all these characters and their arc. I think the only character who doesn't really get an arc is Groot. Groot? Yeah. but But he does get a little bit of arc, but not a major one. I feel like his whole arc was throughout the movies. Dying yeah. and then being reborn and yeah. regrowing. Well, th- those are two separate characters. Yeah. Well, I will say the, the ending, they? the last we see of Groot, he becomes something else. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. You have no yeah, idea sure. what it means unless you know comics. Yeah, chill out. So, Ro, you're good. Brandon, maybe. I don't know. Chill out. Wait, you telling me to chill? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were telling Ro to chill. <laughs> We just met. Yeah. I, yeah right. I know. It was yeah. a brave. It was. Yeah, it was yeah. a brave. We have not seen the movie. Yeah. yeah. Good movie. Um, I had another concern, but I completely forgot about it. So I guess it's not that big of a deal. Okay. But it's good. And there's one scene I won't. I'll just say it's like a hallway scene. Okay. Where okay. it perfectly it captures the guardians in action. They've always done really good with that. Like in the beginning of the second movie. When they're fighting that like, yeah. giant eye monster thing or whatever, yeah. like the introduction and stuff, they're always really good at, you know, showing like a scene. I'll just say this might be the best hallway scene in all of Marvel. Even better than Daredevil. Yes. Uh, no. 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 Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. The Daredevil scene was amazing. You know me. You know how I judge things, right? So what I'm saying, it's arguably. Better than the Daredevil, it is. Almost, ar- it's arguably. I don't know. Daredevil is like the best hallway scene, aside from one movie I can think of, period. Have, have you guys, well, side, like, side note, have you guys seen the show Snowfall? No, I haven't. It's always oh, been on my radar. No, for that it's, it's one. so fucking good. It's, I highly recommend it. Okay. Here's Wait, Snowpiercer or Snowfall? I'm sorry? Snowpiercer or Snowfall? Snowfall. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever heard of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Here's the reason that I bring this up. Okay. Uh, in, the, in their final season... There's an episode where they have a where they have a hallway shot, and mm. I was like, "This is how influential Daredevil that like yeah. Daredevil scene was, a show that's about drugs and stuff like that, shot for shot, like frame for frame." So I just okay. thought that was cool. There. Conclusion: When you tell me that something is better than Daredevil, you better be cor- like you better come correct. There, okay, I will say there is one movie. Uh, I'm trying to remember the name of it. I think it's like a Japanese movie that like kind of originated the hallway thing. Old boy. And it, Old, it, I was just thinking yeah, that. Old it, boy. Yeah. Is it that one? Yeah. Yeah, where it's like literally like fights like a hundred dudes in the hallway. Old boy to Daredevil. Yeah. To I'll, I'll give. I will say, all right, Daredevil and Old Boy, they're more practical offense. That's what makes them so awesome. Guardians so real and brutal. isn't necessarily practical offense, but they use the CGI effects so well. Like I was just amazed while watching that scene. Okay. Okay. It's well, just and it's just beautiful because it's the guardians together. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I feel like I can't even ask any questions without spoilers, so I don't really know how to talk about this. 
I just want to tell you all of them died. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, before we were recording, I was uh, telling I was telling Romero the story about how me and Brandon used to work together, and we were talking uh, Arrow. We used to talk Arrow all the time when it was a big show, and we would talk episode to episode. And he would never watch it night of, and so I, the day after, I would just be like, "Oh, Oliver Queen died." And then one time, he actually did die uh, in season three, in the mid-season finale. And our boss flipped out because he watched it with us, and he's like, "Why would you tell him that?" And Brandon would just be sh- was just shocked, like, "Wait, what? <laughs> he did die?" <laughs> yep. <laughs> Good times. And I'm like, "Oh." You know, it'd been fine because he doesn't believe me, and I didn't spoil it at all because he wouldn't believe me. He never did believe it, but now that now he does. Now I don't trust anything. Don't worry, he comes ever. back. It's a comic book show. Yeah. He's the main character. He can't die. Actually, spoiler alert: he dies at the end of the I'm show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He does die. Did he interview? <laughs> did you finish Arrow? Well, you actually. That's the only it. CW show I finished. Okay. Yeah, I think I fell off around season five. Last thing I remember was like a giant island exploding. Oh yeah, well that's the last that's the last season. As that was far good. as I'm concerned, that's the canon ending. Everyone just died on the island, and it's over. That's probably the best ending you can have. <laughs> yeah, because like they didn't really kill off anybody at the end of it. Oh yeah, somehow they all survive. Except for the were, like, doomed to die. On except the for the, his son's mom. I think the last. Show the the I most expendable character. Yeah. What you say? Oh, the season five finale of Arrow, like, the, like the whole island exploded, but nobody died except for the most expendable character. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> Never saw that coming. I think the last show I ever saw on CW was Smallville. That's that. That, I don't is, know, that I, is taking it way back. I don't think man, it. Jake. I don't think okay. it holds up, but that's still one of my favorite shows. Like I'm scared to go back and watch it. It's good. Not for now. Wait, yeah, watch, that's what I'm saying. Wait, you never watched Supernatural or anything? Oh yeah, Arrowverse. No. Oh, Supernatural. I've that's seen, like the top of my list. I've seen I've seen uh, bits and pieces of Arrow. Seen bits and pieces of the Flash. I've even seen bits and pieces of uh, what's the latest one? Uh, Superman. Yeah. Lois and Clark. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Actually, that one I think is good. Yeah. I've heard that. It's, yeah. I think it's Superman and Lois. Yeah. Lois and Clark. Yeah. Yeah. This is nineties. Yeah. All right. Should we get into this Pokemon Go story? Yeah. Tell me. I've been meaning to hear this for like okay. a long time. So, so I have not explained the story on the co- podcast, and we're not. I'm not going to use his name at all. We're just gonna call him Crazy Old Man, or Calm for short. Don't you call him Jon Snow? Oh no no no! Jon Snow's a friend of mine who's uh, he, he's part of this though. Very infamous uh, sync club player. He's like the only person I've ever actually like named on any podcast. Okay. So shout out to Jon Snow. <laughs> Anyone who's ever been in a gym knows who he is, at least in sync cloud. So anyway, all right. So I'm gonna start from the beginning. So there's this man, Crazy Old Man. He's like in his 60s, maybe early 70s. And he goes around and battles gyms all the time. The first time I ever met him was I would take gyms around Munsinger Park in St. Cloud. Just an area with like five or six gyms. And I would take him over and this man would just come and knock me out. No big deal, it's just part of the game. And I wanted to meet this guy at first. And I went to go like, I didn't, I wasn't expecting an old person because it's usually young people, especially in the beginning. It was like, you know, kids our age who grew up with Pokemon. And then, like, old people just being like, what the fuck is going on? Because <laughs> there's, like, 20 people sitting in one spot in the park, and this old couple would be like, everyone's just staring at their phones, cheering. There had to be articles explaining to old people in the newspaper, like, this is what's happening, don't freak out. 
There's so many articles. It was great. So anyway, this was like a few years past. And I drive up to this guy. I want to like say hi. And I realized it was an old man. And he just turns around and goes, Err. To me. Like, he just like... I don't know if he actually growled, but like his face was growling at me. Yeah, like... Yeah, I like, uh, like a mean, just well, a mean face. It was just a mean face. I mean, I did take him out of like every gym in the area. <laughs> it wasn't like personal at that time. Uh, it was just part of the game. Oh yeah, yeah. And so uh, I'm like, okay, I don't want to talk to this guy. All right. Uh, a couple years later, I meet an individual, um, older lady, and we become friends because we were in the same gym. She somehow found me on Facebook, and she was like, "Hey, you're near a place." I'm like. I am. How did you know who I am? I thought I had a secret identity. Apparently you figured it out. So we become friends and we start battling this John Snow person because his territory was right where we lived. And so we started battling back and forth. John Snow ended up becoming friends with um, my friend and then she turned to red where I'm blue. But then we started becoming friends and becoming allies. But John Snow and this crazy old man, Calm will call him, um, they had a rivalry since the past because Jon Snow plays gyms really, really hard and if anyone comes to this territory, he knocks every... Like, if you have any gym in St. Cloud, he knocks you out of it. He'll find you, he'll knock you out. He just has the time of day to do so. And this man just does not... He does not accept defeat. He always comes back. So for like a good two, three years, they were just going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And my friend ended up joining this like rivalry. And so a new gym came up in our where, where I lived and where she lived she lived like it was like a few blocks from me it was like several blocks from her and so initially we battled Jon Snow and then a bit, it became her gym her territory gym and I kept the one that we shared and this man would come by and every day would knock him out so at this time like I finally meet this person and he comes He's just like, well, these people keep tailing me. He keep doing this. He's just lying through his teeth. Because this man would literally tail Jon Snow everywhere. Like, he would just, like, if he would leave a gym, he would follow him via car. And he did the same to my friend, too. To the point where he's just following him around. I'm getting to the good stuff. This is just the context of the story. I know you heard it. You're setting it up. I can see it. And so I started talking to him. He, he lied about it. And I become friends with him. Because I'm like, all right, this guy wants to go to this gym. How you go to the gym is you need 3,000 gym points. So you can sit in the gym for 21 days and you get the points. Or you can take the gym like 10,000 times or so, whatever the math works out. Or you can raid the gym 30 times. Each raid is 1,000 points. And so it's more valuable to raid the gym. And at the time, this is like 2020, 2021. And so remote raids became a thing in Pokemon Go. And I can see the gym from my apartment that I lived in. And so I would, anytime I seen a raid, I would send him an invite. The dude never showed up. He could be online, never showed up. I sent him like five to ten raids. Didn't show up. And this was over a two-week period, too. After the two-week period, I started noticing he's taking me out of gyms. I'm working at gyms in like the northern part of the town, and he's taking me out. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I'm here helping this guy out, and now he's targeting me. Even though I'm helping them out, but he's not taking advantage. So that's what I learned. It, it's not about, it wasn't about golding the gym. Because there's an aspect of the game where you can gold gyms, and then you can brag about golding all the gyms in the area. So I got to the point where I was just getting mad. I started, I unfronted them, and I was just getting mad because he just, he would do this constantly for a good month. 
to the point where like one night I stayed up and I just waited for him to take the gyms and I literally just like I seen him start taking my gym one by one by one you can tell which gyms go out and then I started just going to the gyms and I found that he had a path to the point where we almost were this was like a two three hour event and he tries to find he's like circling around trying to find me I'm like I don't want to deal with this dude because it's like almost midnight and he's trying to circle so I like was hiding at one point just saving the gym found him at the uh, one of the community centers in the parking lot and I pulled up I was like so do you want a truce it's like you uh, you leave me in my gyms and I won't knock you out of every single gym after you knock me out it's like that's fine just like that so this ended up being a back and forth thing I ended up making several chooses with him and for the most part he would do it but he would come back and he would target me and you target them he would come to town just to simply attack them but it's not really a truce yeah, really. Well, he truced with me. He didn't truce with them. He thought okay. I hate them. So th- it started getting to the point where it was getting bad because he started tailing people. And, of course, it's not illegal to tail somebody. It's harassment, but it's not illegal. Crimi- criminal civil. Okay. Ro-, Ro was looking at me all confused. So, cri- like, civilly, like, civil-wise, in civil court, you can file for harassment. You can file for a restraining order. But criminally, there's nothing wrong with it right makes sense there's no law against it it's still weird dude yeah well he ended up like he ended up getting multiple police reports and somebody wrote an article about a pogo player following other pogo players and stalking them so it's literally a newspaper article in the synchro times about it do you have it ah i should be able to find it all right i don't know if i'll be able to find it quickly enough to talk about in the pod no you should just have it <laughs> just have it as like just frame it yeah like, uh, <laughs> put it on your wall alright so six months later from this my friend makes a gym and by the way this is happening throughout like the summer he's still tailing he's still uh, at one point he almost ran into another Poco player cause he like there was a small driveway only enough for like one car and he like took his truck and like vastly tried to go into it from what I've heard it wasn't me but he's like he's in the same gym he's like came up and yelled at me like he's I'd be parked somewhere and he would just come up and like why are you taking my gym blah blah like literally yelling at me screaming at me so my friend makes a gym or was able to get a gym to pop up at her work and she worked at a retail area with a drive through and for this dude for three weeks straight and this is the part where you I think I told you off the pod but it not on the pod, on your podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this dude, for three weeks straight, every morning, would pull up to her workplace right in front of her window and would just stare at her and take her gym and just stare every day. And then he went inside one day and he wrote a complaint how she was playing at work, trying to get her fired. What a ridiculous human being. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Get, get something better to do with your time, man. It's, it's a retired man. man. Yeah. Like, with the rage find issues. Find another There's hobby. a lot of things to do yeah. when you're retired. Yeah, find another yeah. hobby. And so, at this time, I'm on paternity leave. Like, Maven was just born. I play, like, every once in a while. And I got mad because I'm like, okay, as soon as, like... All the other stuff, fine. It's part of the game. The tailing is a little bit too far. But as soon as you try to get someone fired, 
for playing a game. Like, you're taking it too far. Yeah, I remember that. You were hot. You were I, yeah. yeah. So, I, so I came up to him and I chewed his ass out. Like, you don't do that to people. You don't. Like, it's a game. You don't. And he tried to deny it. And I'm like, dude, I have it right here. I have the photo of your name trying to get her fired. Like, you don't deny it. I'm. And I told him, like, leave her alone. This is harassment. You are harassing her. You are stalking her at this point. Like, this is an older, like, this is a lady. You're an older man, and you keep coming to her place of work, staring her down, and essentially harassing her, now trying to get her fired. This is harassment. This dude continues to do it. But he would do it at different times. So the next week, I, I catch him again. And I let him just have it. Like, and um, Sapphire is there, has on a video. And I just like let loose. I'm like, dude, get the fuck out of here. Like, go, get out. Like, you're harassing. Like, you know, like she's a. To a point where she's she started following a restraining order and now has a restraining order against them. Good, good for her. So, you think it ends there? It should end there. It should end with him and with a restraining order. It does not. It should have ended the first time you told him to stop. Yeah. It should have never began with. But like the restraining order should have been where it ended. No, it does not. This dude. Was restraining, like, he's no longer allowed on the premises of that store. Cannot be anywhere near her, like where she lives, obviously restraining order. And cannot actually take any of her gyms in the game. That's in the restraining order now. Cannot harass her digitally. That is, what a precedent to set, I appreciate And this dude continued to go to the store at 4 a.m. to take her gym. He didn't stop. He got caught on camera. You got caught on camera several times. I caught him. I caught a picture of him attacking the gym. Is he in jail? I uh, no, he has a court date next okay. month. Hey, good. That's what I learned. You've never really had an in-depth conversation with this person. Oh, oh no, I have. The story doesn't end there. Okay, okay, okay. Continue. Continue. So six months later, um, you know, when are we right now? Just to catch us. Okay, so this is last March or this March, this March. So I'm recovering from my. Okay, so six months ago. Yeah, yeah, a few months, months ago. Okay. March this, 2023. Yeah, yeah. March oh, 2023. This is recent. Somebody's taking my gems, right? And I can now we have like third-party apps where I can see which color and like which mons. And this dude puts uh, either a strong blissey, which is the strongest. <laughs> Reminder: We are at a live event. Yeah, <laughs> shit is going down. <laughs> Someone just lost, but no tables have been flipped as of yet. I really just want to carry the mics and be like, oh, this is yeah, amazing. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> told him we got to get lavalier mics. Or right. mics. Hey, Anyways. Yeah, yeah, back to the story. So this dude, I like go to see if it's actually him. And the dude has a new vehicle. But he's not smart enough to get a different vehicle. It's just a newer version of his old vehicle. So I take a picture of his license plate just so my friend's like, hey, this is... Um, also, I put, like, after the whole... Um, this is backtracking... After the whole thing, I put a thing on Facebook and Discord saying, like, hey, this this is not cool. This man did this. I didn't even state who this man was. I just said, this person did this and is not cool. He's been harassing all my like my friends for the last how many years? Yada, yada, yada. Now he's trying to get someone fired. Like, this isn't cool. We should not do this. And then someone asked, who is it? And I provided the name. But I crossed out in the picture, like, his actual name on top of, like, my friend's code name as well. I think if somebody's doing something illegal, you should put them on blast. Facts. 
I agree, but we're getting we're getting to it. We're, we're getting there. So, so all right, this guy back to someone take my gems. I come up in this. He originally is in a Ford Explorer, like an old old Ford Explorer. I notice the person taking my gym is in a new Ford Explorer, same color, maroon. And I come up and I drive by. I'm like, who? I'm like, oh, it's him in a new car, but not in a really new car. It's the same car, just newer. And so he goes and he takes. Like I know exactly where he's going because he's going to the next gym to take me out. Honestly, so I follow him just to I want to just chat with him. He's like, All right, what the fuck are you doing? What's up? Like, so. I Pulled beside him, pulled down my window, or rolled down my window, and he looks at me and just accelerates as fast as he can. This dude just runs. I'm like, okay, I guess I'm not talking to him. And I laughed out loud. I'm like, all right, this dude's like afraid to talk to me. I guess like the last two times I talked to him, I chewed his ass out, so it makes it makes sense. So I wasn't good. I didn't plan on following him, but like. It was on the outskirts of town, so, like, he turned off into town. And so it was like, okay, I can either, like, follow him back to my house. Not follow him, but I can either turn the way or I can, you know, go out of town. I'm like, okay, I'm going to slowly, like, not follow him, but just, I'm just going to drive the way to go home. And the dude, like, stops, rolls down his window. I'm like, okay, all right, whatever, I'll just see what's this up. So I pull up, and this dude has his camera out. He's recording me. Yeah. And I forget exactly like the order of this conversation, but apparently he said he's going to sue me for defamination for the Facebook post. And I just kind of laugh. I'm like, yeah, I don't, you don't have a case. It's, it's really like, hard to prove defamation. Yeah. Because he's saying something that's objectively false about them. Yeah. You have to say something objectively false. I didn't even say it was him. Didn't say his name. Didn't even really say it's his code name. And, I can prove that he did what he did mm-hmm. with the That's right not there. And I can That's also facts. And I also can prove that I went on my way. <laughs> but like you can also prove that like I went on my way to make sure he wasn't defamed. But he wasn't like so I'm like, all right, you don't have a case. Like I have a six-page affidavit against you and this player and this person. Yada yada yada. And then this dude is like, I heard your family doesn't like you. What? What? And I'm like, where'd you, you hear that? <laughs> and he's just like, I saw it on your Facebook page. You made a post about it, how you said that your family doesn't like you because you fired you with them on Facebook. I'm like, oh, you're doing research. And here's the thing. He's doing his due diligence. He's doing his due diligence. And here's the thing. Like, This dude isn't a good person, and he has a public record. So I had information on him. So I was just like, oh, you're doing your research. I'm like, I've also done some research. I heard that you, one, you have a restraining order that you broke. Nah, no, I don't. I'm like, I seen that you did. I also seen that you've had multiple restraining orders. One on your ex-wife and your family. Apparently you're abusing them. You said that And I'm like, I also heard you that you used to sell drugs. And then he also cheated on your wife with somebody in the library. And he's just like, and he's like, damn. <laughs> right? He's got a Wikipedia page or something? <laughs> I, I heard information. It's a small town. Fair. I don't know if it's true. This is something I heard. How did he react? That, that tells you what Oh, he's like, oh, uh, you're lying. And he, he just drove off. It was true. It's all true. It's all true. <laughs> it's all true. And I'm just like, oh. 
Okay, then. And again, he's going the way that is, like, towards my house. I'm like, I'm not trying to follow this dude, but, like, and then, like, it was in the area of my house. So I'm like, I'm going to turn the opposite direction because I don't want this dude to know where I live. And um, so it didn't, it didn't end there. So this guy continues to take me out and target me, and he's targeting them. He gets caught again, too. Tom just joined us. We're talking about a crazy old man in Pogo who's threatening to sue me. No, 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 no. You sit here, sir. All right. You sit here. Okay. Yeah, you don't want to sit by me anymore. All right, you two share a mic, Brandon. You're, you're with me. You come closer. So it doesn't end there. Because I had one more confrontation with him. The final confrontation. So I had my whole hospital thing, right? So I haven't, I haven't been playing Pokemon Go for like eight weeks. I haven't been targeting anyone. Even when I got out of the hospital, still wasn't playing. Just, I was pretty defeated when it comes to all the motivations, even though the podcast wasn't really recording. So the, this week, I started playing again more heavily. So Tuesday, I had a CT scan to make sure like everything was okay with my body. And after the CT scan, there's a new gym by the hospital. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to go check it out. And this old man was continuously trying to take it. And again, other players take him out. There's like 10 other players that take him out daily for fun or whatever. It's like, it's, it's a, yeah, he's made a lot of enemies. And so I get done with the CT scan. I go to this new gym and I pull up. And as I was pulling up, I seen it was yellow, but didn't see him in it. It was just some other yellow person. So I pull up and as I pulled up, he drops. Giant pussy all the time. Drops. And I look around and I see him on a bench. I'm like, all right. I don't want anything to do with this dude. So I pull up in a different parking lot so he can't see me. And then I realized I was too far from the gym, so I pull out, trying to find a different spot where it's like away out of sight, but still be able to touch the gym. As I pull out, I see this dude with his camera looking for me. And he sees me, and I'm like, well, shoot, all right. So I just parked. And this dude's just circling my car with his camera. Like walking around you? Walking around. And I pulled down, and he's just like, why are you following me? Um, I'm not. Yes, you are. You're following me. How'd you know I was here? I'm like, I did. You just dropped. Like, you were following me for sure the last 30 minutes. I'm like, dude, I just came from a CT scan, and I, like, pulled up my arm. I'm like, bring your camera closer. Come here. Come here. I'm like, look. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, at this point, I'm like, all right, if you're going to use this for evidence, like, come here. Look. He's like, oh, bullshit, you weren't in a CT scan. My wife does this. I'm like, dude, there's still blood. <laughs> I'm like, we're next to a hospital. There's a new gym next to the hospital, and I got a CT scan. This is a pretty believable story. It's 8.30 in the morning. <laughs> and he's just like, I'm going to sue you for harassment for following me. I'm like, dude, I haven't done shit to you in like eight weeks. Okay. I had a question. All right. Yeah. Uh, you just gotta. We're good. We're we're still good. So right now, we are with Tom. Man is decked out in black and gold, which I respect. Yeah. yeah. Looking good. Looking good. Now, I'm sure you guys already had an episode, right? We talked yeah. a little bit earlier. Okay. Yeah. Talked about the tournament and everything. Yep. So, Tom, here's my question for you. Sure. Going off of this story with this fucking old man. <laughs> Who's just insane? I remember uh, when we were talking, we were talking about how you have this event every year, right? 
and for the most part, people are pretty chill. You try not to have people uh, come into the tournament that are like intense. Yeah, flip tables. Yeah. Unintentionally. Unintentionally. Well, I think it's always intentional when someone flips a table. All the times that you, <laughs> you've had this event, can you give us a time where, you know, somebody was just like, doing way too much and oh. you're like hey you gotta relax man. oh absolutely so this isn't um it wasn't didn't happen at the tournament but it was a tournament affiliated thing so every yeah. time um after the tournament and it's usually about six or seven we all go up to boulder tap house down the road and you know people get drinks and you know we continue on the partying and everything like that get food everyone's pretty tired and i shit you not um there were these two like gym bros that just didn't fit in with the rest of these nerds like they were just these like jack tattooed gym bros and they i I don't know who they were they only showed up that one year and they have never shown up since but i shit you not like there was another guy that was playing and they got into an altercation and these fucking dudes pulled knives on at at, the parking lot of boulder tap house oh shit so we heard about this shit and we didn't see it because we we had left before that but you know we're like okay we know exactly who those two dudes are if they register we're telling them to fuck right off and they're never coming again that is the worst that we've ever had here luckily knife over warhammer i don't i I don't think it was it wasn't over warhammer i don't know if there was just some drunk they were drunk and they were shit talking or something like that it might have been something when else. It was after award, but it was after event, this right? event oh, at Boulder. Okay. And, uh, yeah, some dude pulled a knife on him. But the real question is, why did they bring knives to a Warhammer event? I mean, yeah. You, <laughs> you, never, you never know when you have to stick somebody. But, like, the one good thing about this tournament in general, but we've been really lucky. Like, the people that continually come here, we usually have, like, regulars, like 20-plus regulars every year that are always back. Because they say there's some guys that are like, yeah, this is the only tournament that we play I play once a year. It's here because nice. you know. So we were pretty lucky. The nerd community, for the most part, is pretty accepting, chill people for the most part. Yeah, and that's why I think yeah, it was really weird having those those gym bros, just fucking Chad, ultra Chads. <laughs> yeah, that. So I, I I judged a book by the cover on that that year, and I was I was fucking right. <laughs> were we expecting knives? Be th- no, no. I we have never had anything since. So. <laughs> And again, that was the after party, so it wasn't even here. That's good. That's our my only caveat. Yeah, I wonder how, how that could resolve. They were like, "Yeah, you're you're great. You, yeah, you're good, man. Back off. Yeah, we're, it pretty much how it was. Dude was just like, "Hey, man, hey, this isn't it. worth this yeah, shit." So I will claim you the winner now. Okay, yeah. you win. Yeah, there was no do. This wasn't a douchey moment, but this is a legendary moment. Um, did you guys you guys talked to Alex Hunt earlier, yeah, right? Yeah. So this was probably four, three or four years ago, right? Um, Alex has these beautiful painted things. He's like a professional painter. He yeah. does he does commission work Lord and everything. Max. And so he had this massive one hundred twenty dollar, one hundred forty, one hundred fifty dollar uh, Imperial Knight, right? And there's this other guy named Axel, who is just shit canned, right? And he fumbled and knocked this knight on the ground, and it fucking shattered into like 400 pieces right so at that point everyone was like trying to take alex's glue away because he was already pretty drunk and they didn't want him like gluing back his model when he was shit faced right so instead um after this happened after uh round two so he still had another game to play um 
all of a sudden Alex just disappears, right? And we're like, where the hell's Hunt, right? And uh, turn three goes around. Everyone's looking for him, like, you know, who's seen Alex? He, we go outside, and he's laying in the lawn of the Moose Lodge out here, just <laughs> past the fuck out drunk. He, like, in between the two matches in that half an hour, he, like, rage drank his sorrows away for his, you know, night that he had spent 40, 50 hours making. So, yeah, it was that, that was one of the legendary moments. So it, it always gets brought up with him. So, never forget. Never forget. Don't forget 2019's night incident. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot. So I guess, uh, yeah, Pokemon Go. Never had a knife pulled. Hopefully not. I wouldn't know with this crazy old. Yeah, I was going to say, you got some balls. I'm just getting... I'm just, I'm just getting, I'm just getting threatened with lawsuits. I mean, could, could you take this old guy in a fight? I don't know about right now I could. Oh, okay. I mean, I could have probably before. He's threatened to fight other people. Yeah. He's a, the John Snow character. He's been threatening the fight. So he's like throwing down over Pokemon. He wants to throw down over Pokemon oh, yeah. Go. He, I, at one point when I was uh, chewing him out for stalking one of my friends, I could tell that he wanted to go out. Actually, the funniest line, you've heard me say it. So at this time, I was wearing a pink shirt, shorts, and flip-flops. And he's like, you're one of those Trump conservatives, aren't you? This is a dude with like, this is an old man wearing a veteran hat. And like a army shirt, calling me a Trump conservative. Pink shirt, flip flops. And the shirt says, "Tough men wear pink," or "Real men wear pink." And I'm like, "Yeah, that's that's totally me." You get. And after after he's like, "I'm gonna sue you," I'm like, "Dude, you you realize if you sue me, I'm gonna need a lawyer, and I'm just gonna counter sue you, and I heard, like you already have all this stuff against you." Obviously, has money. Apparently, he has all his time just to run around stocking And I'm just like, I'm like, you, you have fun. And he's like, you're smug, aren't you? I'm like, you win. You caught, you caught me. I'm a smug asshole. This makes me think of another question. You said that you you know you encountered this old man multiple times, right? Yeah. Tom, you run in this event and see two chads like pull out a knife. Has there ever been a moment for you guys where you see somebody who you know, like they're here to play the game, but something seems off, and you ever just ask, like, why are you really here? Like, not even that question, but more, what does this do for you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Any party fall, drink has been spilt. Good thing we have a bar already. Yeah. Right, Brandon? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, going back to that question, I actually have some insight on that. Uh, so, I haven't, this is the first Warhammer tournament I've ever been to, but in the past I've played Magic, I've played Yu-Gi-Oh, I've been to tournaments for both, uh, and there's definitely those type of people out there that just don't seem like they're having any fun either way, and you just kind of wonder, like, why, why do you play this game if you hate it so much? If you get so frustrated by it and you're just constantly making excuses and just like, if you're not having a good time, why are you here? Me and you have been to a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament. There are a lot of serious dudes. Oh. It was like one of those card packaging open, like, tournaments. Like, dude, no one's going to have a good time. Like, no one's going to have a great deck. I, I, I have all the respect in the world for all the nerds out there, but Yu-Gi-Oh players are some of the sweatiest players. Oh, yeah. Turbo sweat. Uh, yeah, like, it is ultra competitive all the time. Everything is always, like, at the highest end. 
Yeah, I mean, even though this is a friendly tournament, we do get a lot of guys that are just, they're still trying hard. They want yeah. that I win. Mean, there's, there's nothing wrong with wanting to win. win. I, I think it's just like how you get there that yes. matters and how you act about it. So um, this is uh, going back a lot of years ago, but um, so Warhammer has, there's a company, or not a company, like, what would you call it? It's almost like, you know, the NFL, but it's called the ITC, right? Um, it's like international tournament circuit or whatever. So it's, they they keep stats on Warhammer tournaments, like the big, like, actual GTs and everything like that. Um, we used to have a guy here. His name was Matt Root. Um, he was number one ranked ITC player, but he was the nicest. A- uh, the only way I can put it is he's the nicest asshole you've ever played against. Like, you call him an asshole because he was so good and he methodically, like, cut you apart piece by piece and would just... But he was the nicest dude ever, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And, like, really, like, the problem was, too, is, like, he was going to school to be a doctor. And I was like, dude, how can you have so many, like, good things in your life going for you at once? I'm just like, come on, man. Like, you you have to have a small dick or something like that. That's that's the only way way this balances out. But, like, yeah, he was, like, this Ph.D. med school student, like, number one player. And, like, the time I played him just absolutely kicked the living shit out of me. I, like, I looked like, you know, I've been playing for 15 years, and I looked like somebody has never played like a game of Warhammer. Yeah. Like, it wasn't even like, and he didn't even care. Like, you'd screw up. He'd be like, oh, yeah, go do that again. That's fine. Yeah. Didn't even he matter just, to him. But then the way you're like, I know it's because you're so confident in this. Yeah, that exactly. It doesn't like, even yeah, matter. Yeah. I can reroll everything, and I'll still lose against he, you. He was already planning for your optimum line. Yes. So if you're doing anything other than your optimum line, then it doesn't matter. Yeah, so... But like I said, it was the ni- it was the nicest ass beating I've ever yeah, received in Warhammer. I mean, I, I think at the end of the day, everybody just wants to have a good game. Most of the time, it's not necessarily about win or lose. Maybe for some people, it is. But like, you don't want to just get stomped. Sure. You want to actually feel like you did something and like you had a chance in every game. At least that's how I feel about a lot of the stuff. I mean, like I'm in a tournament thing that I want to win, but yeah, like when you're just playing, especially casually, I just want to have a good game. So what I'm hearing from Brandon is that. Uh, in about twelve months' time, he's gonna. We're gonna see him back here at Wafest. I, I was twenty twenty four. About that earlier. I mean, tenth edition is dropping yeah. within the week. Does so that mean that we have to wait for all new codexes for everything again? So they're gonna. Did they even finish? The yeah, they did finish everything. They're gonna. They're gonna switch everything over like they did in the last edition. They just made a big blanket index, which is just like index for Imperium, index for Chaos, yeah, whatever. Yeah, and then, like and, then and then as they come out and write them, they'll release tenth edition codexes for okay. that. But until that time. You'll have the day one indexes. So my my only question, real quick, is: Are Tyranids good? Yeah, they are good now. Okay, because that's what I want to build next. Hey, and the good good thing is, is that if you want to, you can get into it for two hundred fifty bucks. The box set right now is Tyranids and Space Marines. So if you have a buddy, Jake, that wants to go halvesies with you, or Romero, or whoever, you know. Oh, I was gonna have. I have one more. I have a story, and then we can wrap this up and maybe work uh, uh, through some interviews with Brian. Yeah. And I mean, with you, of course. Huh? All right, sure. All right. All right. All right. Okay. Wait, is this uh, for Warhammer? Yeah, it's about Warhammer. It's about Warhammer. Did you wait for the interview? Yeah. Okay. I can wait to give us both people's opinions. <laughs> I am curious. <laughs> So I have another story regarding your question about when somebody got really, really into it and it was just like, wait, whose question was it? Was it yours? Yeah, your question. So this isn't really nerdy, I would say, but uh, cornhole, beanbags. So 
I usually do this. Uh, me and my dad do this tournament every year. It's very like you get drunk casual. Like the boards you play on are very mismatched, uneven. It's not a professional cornhole tournament, but it's a very serious one that we break up, that we get into. And me and my dad, we like my dad got really really good, and he wanted me to practice because he wants like he wanted to win. But it was more of a like we want to win, but it's like we still want to have fun and good time. And this year we got that year we really were really really good. Except for the second match, we almost lost to two teenage girls. <laughs> it was, it, it, just because they're teenage girls doesn't mean they're good, not good at court. It was on the, like the worst board possible for our play style because like we will hold it in between and we'll throw it and it'll slide. But like the board was so like highly inclined and it was so slick that anytime we throw it, if it wasn't in the hole, it just slides off. Mm. Sounds like an excuse to me. You played me in a cornhole. Well, I, know, I know you're good. <laughs> it sounds like you're making excuses. But like they'll they'll throw they'll throw it like normally and it'll just roll and then like then it'll stick. So I had to change my place out. Anyway, besides the point, other than that game, we were just kicking butt. So for the very last match, the championship match, the guy we we're playing with, he only came to this. It's a giant party that also has a tournament into it. He only came to this giant party, hours and hours away, like a four-hour drive for him to win this tournament and he's not like I've talked to him not a bad person or like somebody that you can have a good conversation with but when competing wise just a dick an asshole like not enjoying it wants to win and the entire time he's just like and at one point because you know it's a drinking at by the time of the championship you're pretty much drunk this guy I didn't realize he had another roll, so I moved it back. And my dad got, like, one point on him. And he's like, oh, no, you're cheating, blah, 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 blah. We're going to completely do a re-roll. And I'm like, I moved the bag one centimeter. He's like, no, 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 I want a re-roll now. My dad got points on him. My dad's like, Jake, it's fine. He's like, let it go. So I'm like, all right. My dad buried a four-bagger on his ass. <laughs> We got 12 points right there. Karma. In that. Oh, nice. And to finish the story, not to like brag about myself, because or like our team, my dad had the most clutch shot ever. Because it's a it's not a 221 tournament. It's a whoever gets to 21 over tournament. And we we're at a point where it was like 1918. This team had six points on us. My dad needed to put one in the hole. He had one last shot. He needed to put one in the hole and get another bag in the hole somehow the closest bag was like three centimeters out i thought the game was over my dad somehow threw it up in the air caught the bag and dragged both of them in the hole like it like i've seen many many sports i'm like this is the most i yelled clutch because i was like i couldn't even believe it and then the dude then it turned to me because it was still like 2018 and the guy missed and after that i was like Yep, nope, you're not winning this. One in the hole, misses again. One in the hole, game over. Like, But anyway, that guy was just like, good game. Like, I just The fact that he was just so pissed off that I moved it one inch and my dad just buried a four-bagger in there. Yeah. It's definitely very satisfying to beat people like that, especially when you're not trying that hard. <laughs> And afterwards, he's like, I'm so glad that I'm not ha I'm happy we won the tournament, but I'm so happy we kicked his ass. <laughs> and I'm like, that's why I told you to back off because I was making sure that I was going to put four bags. In. That's why I wanted you to back off because I knew I wasn't going to let him win. 
confidence. I like it. Oh, yeah. All right, should we wrap this up and get some uh, other interviews in? Sure. All right, thank you, Ro. Thank you, Tom. All right, thank you.